Hope your aura is on point. Um, I'm feeling good today, bro. Feeling good. Um, got a heavy gym session in, doing the deadlifts. Just aura feels good right now. Met with Ephraim for a coffee date. That was good. Social interaction, just stacking the aura. Um, but yeah, just do a little aura check with yourself. Like, how are you feeling? If you're not feeling good, then why are you not feeling good? Like, what actions are you taking? What are you doing which terrifies you? Like, who are you spending time with? What environment are you in? Like, what sort of water are you drinking? What are your daily habits? What are your daily activities? Like, we are a product of the decisions that we make. So make sure you are making the right decisions. Um, and have a, have a long-term thinking strategy in mind as well, right? Like, every, every action that we all take today, it's an investment into the long-term version of us. You know, it's like me going to the gym today, me doing this live stream, me speaking to you, it, it all compounds over time, you know? So having that long-term long thinking, thinking in decades rather than days, understanding that the work that you're doing now, you might not see the results until one, two, three years down the line. And that's essentially the gist. It's a good word, that gist. Um, of this live stream. So how to get girls as a 20 year old college, like a guy who's 20 years old in college, like how to actually get girls. So um, the the stream is dedicated to a question that I got. Um, but before we get into the question, how to get girls as a young guy, you're in college, you're still building your value. Um, I want us to all start off this live stream by detailing our why okay so this is an exercise that i've been getting the guys in my private network the entourage to do and it's an exercise that i want you to do as well because if we don't know our why then it's impossible to get the what in other words if you don't know where you're going you're not going to be able to get there right so i need you to be crystal clear on why you're doing all of this stuff like so like why why are you doing cold approach? Like, why do you want to learn how to day game? Like, why do you want to master this skill set? Why are you on this journey of masculine renaissance? Like, I need you to get crystal clear. So what I've been getting my guys in the entourage to do, which is my private network, if you're not a member yet, there's a link below, you can apply to join us, um, is writing down in crystal clear detail their renaissance vision. Yeah, so feel free as well if you want to, to write it in the comment of this video, because once you actually crystallize that goal into writing, then you can actually achieve it. Yeah, if I asked you right now, why are you doing day game? If I asked you right now, what do you actually want? If I asked you right now, what are your wildest ambitions? Like, If you can't detail them in super specific detail, then you're not going to get there, right? So if you saw the live stream yesterday... I got super transparent and super vulnerable and I read out my personal renaissance vision. Um, and in the, the video that I posted yesterday as well, there was um, like a social magnetism vision. So yeah, point of this is really just, just get clear. Yeah, get clear on what it is that you actually want. And when you know what it is that you want and you've written it down and also you've shared it with other people, I think that's one of the best, most powerful ways to actually get to where you want to be. Like if you actually share your goals with other people, then it holds you accountable to achieve them. Yeah, so I read out my Renaissance vision online yesterday. Yeah, so I'm just putting it out there to the universe. I'm showing God that I'm serious about my visions. I'm saying, listen, I'm prepared to share the things that I want with the entire world. Like, you don't have to put it out, you put it on Facebook if you want. But like, just make sure that other people are aware of the thing that you want because it does hold you accountable. You're 
essentially applying pressure to yourself, right? You're manufacturing necessity. You're creating a sense of urgency. Yeah, it's like if I go onto, let's just say Facebook, and I'm like, yeah, I wanna become fluent in French in the next 30 days. And it's like, right, like that's the goal. I've set that intention out there. And then people in my immediate circle will hold me accountable. So accountability is everything, right? So that's why I'm getting my guys this week as our weekly challenge to just get clear on why we're doing all of this stuff. Yeah, like why are you learning cold approach? Why do you want to master the art of face-to-face communication? Like what do you want your ideal reality to look like? So yeah, that's just an exercise that I want you to do. Um, Write it in the comments of this video. Um, for some accountability or even better, just join the entourage and then I can hold you accountable um, as well as all the rest of the guys in there as well. So yeah, just get clear, get clear on what it is that you want and why you're doing all this stuff. Um, so I'm going to read out the comment um, from an, an anonymous user, but um, shout out to you, bro, because you are the um, the focus of this live stream. So hey, Christy, I need your advice on this. I'm 20 years old, college student, and I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of having a midlife crisis. Haha. <laughs> I was kind of fat when I was younger, but when I turned 17, I had a mindset shift. And I just went all out on working out and stuff. I really pushed myself, kickboxing, weight training, but no women came along with it as I thought they would. I learned about day game, just theory, two years ago, but didn't take any action. I, hit, I still had to take care of myself physically first. Last summer, I took action and had some results, but nothing crazy, but it was progress and I'm grateful. Now I'm kind of in a place where I don't know what to put first or pursue the most. I think it's time to go all in, just have this waste of women get up, get off my shoulders. Thanks for the vids, man. Peace. So yeah, it's quite a lot to unpack there. But um, essentially what he's asking is how do I get girls as a 20 year old college student and what should I prioritize right now? And bro, even though you are only 20 years old, I'm seeing a lot of maturity here. Like you took it upon yourself to get into immaculate condition. Like you've been doing kickboxing, weight training. It's interesting how you say no women came along with it as I thought they would. Um, yeah, it is interesting. Fuck no, that's a massive, that is a massive insect outside. Fuck me, don't come in here. That thing can kill me. Jesus. <laughs> it's like a horse. Um, yeah, I think when it comes to prioritization, it's it's... I think a lot of guys are sold the fallacy of build it and they will come. And I'm not saying don't go on the whole fitness wave. I love training. I love that endorphin rush. I love using fitness as a way to get my aura up. But I do think a lot of guys have been brainwashed by the brain dead into believing that just getting a six pack will make girls go crazy for them, right? Like having a good body, I think personally, the, the, the way that I'm operating in 2024 is... I'm doing the things, but I'm doing them for me. Yeah, I know that on a biological level, everything we do is to get girls. I'm not denying that, but I think that when you make yourself your focus, the reason why you're doing things, everything becomes more enjoyable. Yeah, like if you're training just to get girls, I'm not saying it's it's not gonna have a good ROI, but I've had it myself, right? Where especially, I remember last summer when I was um, I was in really good condition last summer, to the point where I remember there was a video that I posted. It's a video where I'm I'm in Chelsea and um, I can't remember the title of it. It's like getting getting dates from cold approach is easy. It's that video where I'm wearing like the like the white the white vest and uh, one one guy commented being like, "Haha, why have you photoshopped shoulders and arms onto yourself?" <laughs> I'm like, "Bro, this is a screen grab from the video." Like, but thanks for the compliment. So like, point being like. 
Last summer, I was in really good condition. I felt really good in myself. But like, really what I found to be true is the most, <laughs> the most traction that I got was attention from other guys. Like I remember walking through London and guys would come over to me and be like, oh bro, do you go to the gym? I remember being uh, on a night out in Cardiff and I got approached about 20 times in the same night by guys who just kept coming over and being like, respect, respect. It's like, I didn't do it for you. Um, it's just funny. So I think that maybe we all learn it like different ways, but I found that getting into great shape, you should do it for yourself because you should be healthy, right? Like if you want to go down the path of creating your own business, like making money online, just being that hyper productive, just absolute savage. And I think fitness should come first, but like you want to be doing it for you and don't think that just getting in shape is going to have girls throwing themselves at you because it's not, it's it's about the person who you actually are. It's about the identity that you're investing into. And it's about the character that you build. So I just thought that was an interesting point. But I think as a young guy, you should prioritize fitness. But don't think that just getting into really good shape is going to get you girls. I found as well, like on my fitness journey, getting in better shape actually made me more insecure. This is me just being completely transparent. Like when I was in really good condition, I would say I was actually close to my most insecure in terms of my body. It was weird because I was like, because it's like the higher you climb, the higher you climb. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, you know, what, what are my fucking triceps looking like in this t-shirt? Or how's my chest looking? Or my legs could do with some work or whatever, whatever it was. So like, I didn't want to fall into the archetype of being like the gym guy, because if I was trying to play the archetype, there's, there's, there's thousands of guys who've got a better body than me. The archetype that I really like playing into is the rock star artist, like that's my archetype. And it's like, for me, like, you know, the rock star artist, this is me just like going on a tangent, but I think it's useful for like actually developing an archetype because we had um, one of our members in the entourage is a musician and he was saying how he felt insecure around other guys who were bigger than him, you know, like physically. So I said to him, bro, you're playing the wrong game. Like you're not competing with the gym guys, right? You're the music guy, right? You're the spiritual artist who happens to be in good shape. So like the fitness is a bonus to your already existent archetype. Like if I was trying to compete with like fitness influencers at the fitness game, then I would lose. But I've termed the, the, the phrase before, like being what I call the abstract alpha, where it's like, you're just, you're taking bits from everywhere, but, and then you're, that you're compounding them to become like the, the, the finished product. But yeah, I think fitness on its own, like getting shape. Yeah. Great. But you know, it's not like, like getting a six pack, it's really not going to make much difference. It's, it, it feeds into your se sense of self adoration. You know, like if you're in shape, great, you feel good. Um, anyway, that, that's, that's not really even the start of the value. So I'm going to be Dropping a lot more. How long have we been going for? Only 11 minutes. Massive value already. If you're watching this live, then give it a like because it tells me that you're actually enjoying it. So I've made notes to keep myself on track. So, okay, how to get girls as a 20-year-old college student. So, yeah, the first thing I would say to you, you're, you're in shape, so that's great. I would say focus on building your character. Yeah, this is the most important thing I would say if you're a young guy. And in my life, it's been the thing that set me up the most for doing what I'm doing now, which is traveling the world, teaching high achievers how to master the art of face-to-face -face communication, um, creating content online. It's all come from actually building my character. So how did I do that? Well, at 13 years old, I became a magician, all right? So I was performing magic around parks in the Lake District. 
I had severe social anxiety growing up where I'd break out into these sweating fits at school whenever I got put on the spot to answer questions. I was even scared of speaking to my old, my own family. I just, just very like socially anxious, scared, lost little boy. So the way that I overcame that was by throwing myself into the deep end, dive bombing into discomfort and becoming a magician because my thought process was exposure therapy. I was like, how violently uncomfortable can I make myself? Like, most people, I think we can all agree that public speaking is one of the hardest things to do. It causes the most fear in most people. I was like, yeah, let's do that, but let's combine it with doing magic as well. That's what magic is, like public speaking whilst doing magic, like entertaining as well as just speaking, yeah? So that was like the hardest thing that I could think of doing. And also it fit into the archetype, like the rock star artist. Like I like... I just like doing difficult things, you know? So at 13, I decided to become a magician. So yeah, I went around different parts of the Lake District, eventually started going around the country. Uh, when I moved to Liverpool in 2015, um, I started performing magic around the main social area, which is called Concert Square. If you know Liverpool, then I used to be the, um, oh, what's the word where it's like, you're not actually the magician, but you're kind of, I was basically like the self-proclaimed magician of Concert Square. Like I wasn't getting paid, by the bars, I was getting paid by the punters, like the people who are at the table. So just being audacious about it, I, just, I would approach tables. I had that like, you know, that uh, jacket that I used to wear in some of my videos, like the, 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 the shell jacket, like the blue and purple jacket. The, I got that in Berlin. But I would just approach tables like really confidently and be like, hey, um, I'm the resident magician here. Um, I've, been, I've been told to come over and show you guys some magic. And people just bought into it. Like people will buy into confidence. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you're like, if you have a rational confidence in what you're doing, people just buy into it. It's like, oh, right, this guy's a magician. <laughs> I, I could actually perform the magic. So people just bought into it. Um, so I would, you know, perform magic to tables. But oftentimes, because, because this is me at 18, right? 18, 19. Um, oftentimes, because I was performing in the environment with lots of drunk people, the reception wasn't always good. The reception wasn't always positive. Like I'm this like 18, 19 year old who looks like this weird turnip who's approaching tables like, oh, I'm the resident magician here. A lot of time people would just try and bust my balls, right? In like a, I don't know, it's, it's good fits, it's growth. But like, you know, I'd approach tables like, oh, you know, I've come to show you some magic. And I'd be like, I guess get like, oh, fuck off, mate. Can I see my fucking drinking here? That's my scar's accent. That's actually a really good accent. Um, so yeah, I just get told to fuck off. I'd um, like there's always like a leader of a group, like so like the the like the, the apex alpha who needs to look good in front of all of his friends because he's really insecure. So you know he would like try and like shuffle the cards, take the props off me, uh, try and like mess the, the the tricks up. So like point being, building your character by making yourself violently uncomfortable. So am I saying you need to become a magician? No, but I do think that you should be using these formative years to become socially fearless. Yeah, so like finding things that really make you feel uncomfortable and then doing a lot of these. So like if you're in college, I'm assuming you're in the, the United States, but um, in the UK, when we go to university, there's so many different societies that we can, I guess it would be like a fraternity, but like in the UK, we have this thing called Freshers' Fair, where like you can sign up to all of these different societies, like drama society, skydiving society, poetry society that I was part, these literally societies that I was part of, um, they're basically all an excuse just to go out and drink, basically. But like, so like, I was part of the skydiving society. So we actually did skydive. So I did my first solo sky, not on the, not on the tandem bullshit. I did my first solo skydive at 18. I did two actually. Um, and like that, like, bro, like when you're on the edge of a plane and you've got this Scottish bloke behind you, who just says jump, like, it's always stayed with me, that experience. And look, I'm not saying go and do a solo skydive, 
but it was great. And like, you know, whenever I'm putting, like whenever I'm faced with difficult situations now, I'm like, Christian, you literally at 18 years old, jumped out of a plane. You're crazy enough to do it twice because you have to do like a full weekend course. Cause I didn't want to do the whole tandem. That, that's like, that didn't really, that's like almost like saying like, I want a day game, but you get someone else to do the approach for you. Like someone else to do the talking for you. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't sign up for that shit. So yeah, like doing the solo skydive, doing it twice. Like just being sat on that plane, I was, it just allowed me to just put things into perspective, you know, embrace my own mortality, realize the, the finite nature of life. But yeah, building your character, I would say, is the best thing you can do with a 20-year-old, which is going to pay off in the long term. And this is the way that I need you to think. If you're watching this stream and you are a guy who, let's say, is 18, 19, 20, all the way up to, let's say, 23, you have to be playing the long-term game. And this is not advice that most young guys want to hear because I, you know, I get it. Like your testosterone's high, you want everything now. But like you have to understand that where you're at in your life right now, you're just not the man that you need to be yet. However, the actions that you're taking on a, on a daily basis are an investment into the man who you want to become. Yeah, so by you getting into great shape right now, learning how to actually lift weights, learning how to kickbox, like mastering the art of self-defense, doing difficult things that make you that make you scared. So skydiving is an example. Maybe you can um, find like a passion, like I don't know, like a, a musical instrument or do public speaking. Sounds like a an improv class. I would actually recommend. There's no reason why any young guy who's watching this live stream can't sign up to an improv class. Improv is like the best thing you can do for overall social fearlessness, social confidence. It just allows us to tap into that inner child. And I think if you start doing this stuff early, it's going to set you up better in the future. Yeah, because let's say you're, I don't know, in your 50s now, and you've not done that much in regards to social fearlessness, social freedom, then it is just gonna take you a bit more time to warm up to it. But because I've been putting myself through the social fire since I was 13, and something like day game, it just came very naturally to me because I'd, I'd been approaching people since 13. I already knew what approach anxiety was. I already knew how to deal with discomfort. I already knew that those butterflies in my belly nerves, they were a sign of growth. Like most people, when they feel nervous, they take that as a reason not to do something. I learned very early in my masculine journey that nerves, that that's the, those are the reasons why you should do something, right? Does that make sense? Like if you're feeling nervous about something, then it means you're putting yourself beyond your boundaries of comfort. You're, you're catapulting yourself beyond your current self right? Because the current version of you wouldn't do that. And that's why you have to lean into that fear, live beyond your edge. And this is how we become better, right? It's by doing things which make us feel violently uncomfortable. And then by doing it over and over again, that repetition leads to consolidation. It's like, oh yeah. It's like when I made that social freedom video in Milan, you know, the video that I made with Alex in Milan, where I was like, pretend to be Taylor Swift, I was going around Milan asking groups of people, oh, excuse me, like, where's the best prostitutes? I was doing like uh, Joe Wicks, like fitness moves, like with my top off. A lot of people got triggered by that. A lot of people got offended by it. Like, oh, why are you doing this? Like, this is like, this is just like, oh, what? Like, it, this is just not good. Like, you know, you should have more class. It's like, bro, like, get the fuck out of here. Do you know what I mean? If you get offended by someone who's been socially free and is doing it, 
Because if you if you do social freedom exercises, it just makes cold approach a lot easier. Like day game is piss easy compared to pretending to be uh, Taylor Swift in outside the fucking cathedral in Milan. Like it just is. So it's like it's almost like you know you're 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 stacking difficult skills to make previous skills feel less difficult. If that makes sense. So yeah, developing your character that is like the most important thing because. It's your character that glues everything together. Like, this is genuinely how you do get girls. It's by building a bulletproof character. So doing difficult things. And the earlier you start, the better you'll become. So, you know, cold water exposure, going to the gym, like actually educating yourself on fitness and nutrition, um, improv class, uh, like a, a stand-up comedy course. Or just... Da -da 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 -da. Da, 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 da. Let me just check the network connection. Ba, 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 ba. Lovely technical difficulties, eh? Da, 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 da. Right, let, yeah, just drop a like on the video um, if we're actually still live. I hope we are. Cool. I think someone liked the video. Fuck yes. Back onto it. Yeah, so there's a little glitch there, boys. Uh, if it keeps going off, then just bear with fucking Cypriot Wi-Fi. So yeah, building character. So building character. If you're watching this on replay, then just, just skip it forward for a little bit. Um, so yeah, investing into your character, be, building solid, solid social skills as well. So like all I had when I was at university was my social skills, right? So like when I was a young guy, when I was at university, when I was in the exact position that you're in now, I really didn't have a lot going for me. I had no money. I looked like a turnip and I just dressed terribly. However, what I did have was really great social skills, which I had developed by doing magic. And this is why I think the best investment you can make into yourself as a young guy is getting great social skills. Another really good way of developing it is actually um, solo traveling and staying in hostels because hostels basically like, look, they're really cheap to stay and you're going to be in an environment, this social environment, which manufactures growth, right? So yeah, solo travel, staying in hostels, you're going to meet a lot of people from different backgrounds and you're going to learn a lot about different cultures and it's just a really fun time as well. Um, so yeah, if you're on the budget, then there's no reason why you can't solo travel, go around hostels, meet loads of people, improve your social skills, do that for the next two years, boom, you get 22 years old, now you're a social monster. Um, but I did surprisingly well for myself when I was at university, despite the fact that I didn't have a lot going for me because of my social skills. So like the girls that I was able to get when I was at university, like, I was able to get relationships with amazing girls who on paper I should never have got. The reason why I was able to do it was I would say social skills slash mindset. When I say mindset, there wasn't that much to it. Like my mindset was basically, well, I've got nothing to lose here. Like I really didn't have anything to lose because I didn't have a great amount of belief in myself. It was almost like my, my, my lack of belief in myself gave me belief to succeed because I was just playing the game like I've got nothing to lose, which I think is one of the best ways to actually play the game. Like almost just like dumbing yourself down and just playing as if like, yeah, I've got nothing to lose. Because realistically, we never do. But what I found is like the more, because I work with a lot of high achievers, right? So like in the entourage, we've got six, seven figure entrepreneurs. We've got business owners. We've got uh, like remote workers, digital nomads, just like high level guys, right? Like guys who, when I'm in the, when I'm in the company of, I just think like, wow, I'm getting so inspired by just having a conversation with you. You know, just like, they'll, they'll tell me like, yeah, no, I, I made this money like last month. Like, fuck bro. That was like next level. It just gives me empire visions. But point being, 
Like these, this is the caliber of guy that I work with, right? The high achiever, yeah? And what I found to be true is oftentimes the higher you climb on, let's say, the status ladder, it can, it can fuck over your mindset a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Because like, if you've got the Rolex, if you've got the Lambo, then it's like you almost feel entitled to getting good reactions from girls. But I've always said that um, day game especially is the ultimate equalizer because really on the streets, everyone's equal. Like, yeah, you can tie it plain to like virtual selection. You could go out with a Rolex. Fine. I would do it if I, if I had a Rolex going around like Sloan Square with a Rolex. Yeah, do that. Like, but like for the most part, you can't leverage something like pre-selection during the day. I mean, if, if you want to like bump Instagram, that's fine. But yeah, point being, when you're a young guy, this is when, in my opinion, you can play the game ferociously hard. And this is what I was saying before about like the short-term actions leading to the long-term results. So like the girls that I was able to attract, like actually not, not just like for like a night, but like, like actually having relationships with these girls. I remember going to a nightclub with the people that I live with in first year university. And I took my, my then, she was my first girlfriend, the girl that I lost my virginity to. Uh, I think we called her Henrietta on a previous live stream. I took Henrietta to the club and the people that I was living with just looked at her, then looked at me and they just said, how the fuck did you get her? And I was just like, I don't know, just like some degenerate turn it. But I think it, it was it was the mindset that I was leading in there with. It was my lack of belief created so much belief. And this is not me giving you license to be lazy. It's me giving you permission to be free, right? If you are a young guy, if you're under the age of 23, you're still building your value, you're still uh, accumulating life experience. You need to play the game like you really do have nothing to lose because you don't. Right, you just you don't have anything to lose. Like your ego can't be big yet because you've not earned that right. Right, like the guys who I work with, the high achievers, like their ego is big because they've demonstrated value to society. Right, and if you're like as a young guy right now, I like personally like that eighteen to twenty three bracket. This is when you should be going all in with as much as possible, but like the highest leverage things. So like, let me rephrase that. You should be going all in which are gonna, with the things which are going to provide the greatest ROI. So for young guys, I would say fitness, cold approach, and just like social skills in general. So yeah, like train hard at the gym. Just like and when I say like, when I say cold approach, Really what I think you should be doing as a young guy, let's say the, the 20 year old college student is you should be getting stupidly good at opening, right? You should be getting stupidly good at opening because really all cold approach is, is open and close. That's it. Like the middle bit's there to build investment. But really when we boil it down, so I like to have, see things through a simple lens. It's just going over, saying something and then making sure to cap that conversation off with a close. But yeah, that's really powerful. If you can just get stupidly good at opening, and then obviously, you know, you want to be closing as well. But like for most guys, let's be real, opening is the most difficult part. So if you can master getting really good at striking up spontaneous conversations with people at a young age, then like the game is going to take care of itself because if you're just that guy, I don't even care like what you look like, how much money you've got right now, what, what life experience you've got. Like as a young guy, I don't care. I just care that you're actually putting yourself out there and opening people and opening doesn't need to just be like, hi, excuse me, I saw you, you look really good. Like you can do that. Great. Most, for most guys, they're never going to give a woman a direct compliment in real life. So you're already setting yourself apart from 99% of guys by actually being able to give direct compliments. But like I would push you and I would urge you to just get creative with your opens, like situational. 
Yeah, like I, I told the story about um, a girl that I met in the gym out here in Cyprus. And um, my open to her was, I basically just used something in my environment. So there was no music on the bottom floor of the gym. So I just said to her, it's quiet in here. I just opened like that situationally. I noticed there was no music on the bottom floor. So I just said with a smile, it's quiet in here, right? Actually saying things with a smile or even better, saying things with a smirk. Yeah, if you can say things with a smirk, it, it, it really changes the game. It's like, so rather than just me being like, it's quiet in here, right? Like delivery, it's like, I'm almost like complaining about it. You know, it's quiet in here. But if I'm just like, you know, in a, I've got I've got good aura about me. I just, almost like, I'm almost like speaking to myself in a way. Like when I said it, I kind of just like said it straightforward, but I knew that she would reciprocate because I knew that she was already into me. But yeah, I, just, I was just like, it's quiet in here, right? And it's just like that sort of energy that, that initiates the conversation. Or, you know, you could literally just go over to people and ask for directions. Like if you've got a lot of anxiety built up at the moment, yeah, just get used to doing that. Like a lot of guys can't even do that. Like, a lot of guys can't even ask strangers for directions. I remember doing that when I was about, I don't know, I must've been like 13 or 14. I remember going around my little town of Barrow and Furness and the, the Lake District. And I was just asking people, where's PC World? And I, I remember there was a social freedom exercise that I did for myself. I, I, at the time I thought, I'm being so ballsy here, bro. I remember asking somebody, outside PC World, <laughs> where PC World was. And they just looked at me and were like, it's there. I was like, I know it's there, but I've been socially free. I was like, ran home, being like, ah! <laughs> like I'm, I'm conquering my social anxieties. But yeah, look, I remember there's, um, we do something similar in London uh, when me and my guys in London just fancy just having some fun. We'll go like to the M&M shop and we'll just ask people, excuse me, do you, want it, do you know where the M&M shop is? Just like with a straight face. I just, it's just funny. But um, yeah, asking for directions, uh, situational opens. Situational opens, you'll learn a lot as well. Like if you're going to like house parties or frat parties, like just like situational opens are the order of the day there. You, you kind of just need to you just say something, right? But like, you know, you could be like, oh yeah, this is, you know, like nice music or whoa, look at that sofa. Like, oh, you know, have you got any goldfish that we can speak about? Like, fuck me, goldfish, right? Crazy. So 2K24. Um, <laughs> Richard of your game. <laughs> that's, that's, to be honest, that's actually one of the, my personal favorite open. Um, at the moment is uh, just just going over. No, don't, you don't really go over. You just kind of just say it to yourself out loud. Just say Richard of York gave battle in vain. Um, and then just see if anyone understands. It's, it's a way of remembering the colors of the rainbow. Like Richard of York gave battle in vain, like red, orange, yellow. Just just, just say that to somebody. Like, oh, you can even like frame it in a way which is like, yo, excuse me, have you, have you, have you heard the news? They're like, what? Like, like, you know, Richard of York <laughs> gave battle in vain. Uh, but just like, you know, I think, when you are a young guy as well, just reminding yourself to actually have fun with it. Like there's so many guys who just take this seriously. Like, you know, we're taking the piss on this call right now. And it's like, I'm trying to exude that energy into you. Like you don't want to be taking the games too seriously where it's like, right, must go out. I'm on day game mode. It's us versus them. It's battle of the sexes. It's competitive rather than collaborative. Oh, I need to remember to to stack, to vibe. Oh, oh, oh. And it's like, oh, it's like, you know, you need to just, chill out a bit more. And this is why stacking these social skills early is really important. Like I, I learned a lot of my stuff doing magic. And if you can find your version of magic, then you're set up. You really are. That's why I was able, that's why I was able to make uh, rapid progress in my early season of cold approach because I already knew the process. So if you can just get really good at striking up uh, conversations with people, then you are light years ahead and you're going to be a dangerous player. And again, long-term thinking, it's speed mixed with patience, right? Speed mixed with patience. Knowing that 
long term, you know, you're stacking all of these actions right now. Long term, they're going to pay off. And like, that's the way that I'm always viewing myself as well. Like um, whenever, I, whenever, because most of my friends are older than me. So a lot of the guys in my network, the entourage, they're older than me. So like the beautiful thing about our network, the entourage is everyone is such an elite level player in that. I don't just mean players in like, uh, like day game or game, just like a, a, an elite player at the game of life. And like, we all learn from each other. So we're going to be having very soon member live streams. So like guys who are making six, seven figures, they're going to be doing uh, presentations on uh, things that they wish they knew earlier in their entrepreneurial journey, how to make money online, um, like living abroad, like living remotely, uh, like leaving the nine to five to start an international lifestyle. So like, there's just such a beautiful conglomeration um, of beautiful people in there. And you know, when I'm speaking um, with with guys who are like <clears throat> uh, ten years my senior, all like they always just say to me like, "Look, as long as you do the right things now, life just keeps getting better, right? Life just keeps getting better the older that you get." And I think that's not really the information that we get fed. Like, it wasn't the information that I got fed anyway when I was younger. Like, I always pictured, like, the 30-year-old guy as, like, Barry from the pub who's got, like, the pot belly. He's got a couple of kids. He's got a wife that hates him. He's got a mortgage that he can't afford. He's just living in the same place that he he grew up as a kid. Like, that was my image of of a 30-year-old. But, like, bro, the 30-year-olds in my network, the 30-year-olds that I'm connecting with, that I'm rolling with, it's like, these guys are fucking killers. Like, these guys are fucking legends. It's just, like, so inspiring to know. Like, to just... To be in that environment where it's like, I'm looking to the future, I see their future, and then they're feeding back that positive reinforcement to me, <clears throat> being like, yeah, you're going to be an absolute killer. You get to 30, get to 32, get to 33, it's like, it just keeps getting better from here, bro. So that's what I'm saying to you. Like, I'm The, the information that I get from these wise guys in my network, I'm, I'm absorbing it, and now I'm giving it to you, right? So like, it's like this beautiful like, pass down of information. So just yeah, just having faith. You know, having faith that the things that you're doing now, they're going to pay off. Um, so I spoke about my first girlfriend, how like I was able to get a girlfriend. Um, surprisingly, it was surprisingly easy, actually. I went over to her. I remember <laughs> I remember I met my, my first girlfriend at a house party. And um, because like I said to you, like at the time, I really didn't care. And the, the first conversation we had was how I had freshers flu and I couldn't stop shitting myself. And she just instantly liked me because I think that the, the reason was, was I wasn't trying to be a certain way like I was just unapologetically myself do you know what I mean I was just I was just expressing myself because I thought it was funny I was like oh you know there's a beautiful girl right she's definitely not going to be into me so we might as well just burn the bridges so I was like yeah you know freshers flu um I just I'm just having the most violent shits at the moment and then we had a thumb war um and then she became my girl and like honestly bro if, if if you if you knew like my first girlfriend you'd be like I don't believe you. There's no way that you managed to get her. Like she was just a beautiful person inside and out. And she did so much for me as well. Like at the time, I don't think I truly appreciated her as a person, as a woman, as almost like a life mentor. She was one year older than me, but like, yeah, just a very traditional girl. Like she, she would always like make me breakfast. She would like do my, uh, like, you know, like folding clothes and just really just a beautiful person. Um, but, and this might be a little bit more unexpected advice, but if you're a 20 year old guy right now, right? If you're 20 years old, I truly think one of the best investments you could make is getting into a long-term relationship, right? I truly think that if you're a 20 year old guy right now, one of the best investments you can make is getting into a long-term relationship. Why do I say that? Because you're going to learn so much about yourself, about the feminine, about 
intersexual dynamics by being in a relationship, right? Now, look, it's your life, do what you want to do. But I think there is a greater return on investment to being in relationship young with a great girl than there is to just having a lot of empty one night stands. Now, you could make the argument that, yeah, but, you know, getting a lot of experience early is also good. Yeah, I appreciate that. You also, like the more sexual partners that you have, you risk more um, unwanted pregnancies, diseases, um, and also just, I don't know, I think it just gets old quickly. I think, I think you do sacrifice your soul to some degree when you're just having a lot of mindless hookups with, let's just say, low quality girls, you know, like sex, like casual sex is an oxymoron, like sex is not casual. Like when you're having sex with somebody, it's like you're you're interweaving souls with that person. Like a part of you is almost taking them on. Do you know what I mean? So it's like if you're just having a sex with these low quality girls who don't even tie the bedroom, who are not looking after themselves, who smoke, who are doing drugs, and it's like you're taking that energy inside of you. Like and look, I've done it, right? I'm not saying I'm not I'm not trying to like sit here being like all righteous and holy, but maybe it's maturity though. It's character development, right? It's like I'm just like looking back at when I went through that phase. I'm like. Yeah, there isn't really that much there. Do you know what I mean? It was just like a lot of empty experiences with empty people that made me feel empty inside. But, you know, it's, it's the way that society is framed. It's like it makes casual sex seem cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's just get through as many people as possible, create nothing meaningful with these people. And it's like, we wonder why society is so dysfunctional. So anyway, that's a different topic. But I do think I'm going to go like super long term here. I love the way that I'm thinking right now. I'm connecting so many dots and giving so much value. It's great. Um, like if you can find an amazing girl at 20 years old, then she could easily become your ride or die. I think one of the most rare things in this world is to meet the girl early, like the girl who's going to be the mother of your children. And like she, she's with you when you have nothing right? Like if you can find that girl at 20 years old, who is just the ride or die, who is behind you, she might, um, you know, do your, do your meal prep, she might um, like get your favorite podcast ready before you like, if you can find that girl now, and you become an absolute killer, like, you know, multi-millionaire by, at, at 30, like, she's been with you since the start. Because like, I think one of the dangers as guys is like, the more we build, there is always, in my mind, there is always a part of me thinking, wait, does she like me or does she like my value? But I think, look, to some degree or to a large degree, men are loved based on the value that they provide. And no woman is going to love us as unconditionally like our mother. But I do think we can mitigate that by finding that ride or die early on. You know what I mean? Because like when you're in a, like for me, being in a relationship with a great woman is one of the greatest self-improvement exercises because Bro, if you go, like, when you really go deep with somebody and, like, you know, you're, you're intertwining your souls, you're really finding out about who this person is, like, that changes you as a human being. Change me. Because it's like, you know, you're learning through the library of life. You're learning about female nature. You're learning what you want and don't want. In Even if, because let's be real, most likely... The, the, the girlfriend, if you have a girlfriend now, she's most likely not going to be your girlfriend in 10 years. I hope I'm wrong, but she probably isn't going to be. However, she sets you up perfectly for the future, right? Like by being in the, like, that's what it was for me. Like I learned so much about myself, what I like and don't like in relationships. 
it's almost like accountability as well, because like I was responsible for somebody else. I was responsible for someone else's emotional state. I didn't have that. Like I was an only child. So it was just, and, and like I met her family, right? It's like I met her brother and sister. It's like, you know, I was like friends with her brother and sister. So it's just like you're intertwining so much stuff. And it's like, I think we need that as young guys. I don't like the whole like, you know, have like a really small circle, sigma grind set, ignore women till you're 35. Like that is just a bunch of bullshit, right? All the like red pill dogma, like ignore women for years, just be on your grind. It's like, at some point you're gonna need to take that leap, right? And the only reason you wanna ignore women for years is because you're terrified of getting hurt. I think the best thing that can happen for a young guy, 20 years old, <clears throat> is to fall in love with the girl of his dreams and then have that relationship turn to dust, like have his heart crushed into a million pieces because this is your rock bottom renaissance. Yeah, the girl who I thought was like, you know, we were talking about getting married at like 19 years old. Like her mum loved me, dad hated me, that's a different story. Um, but like, I thought we were gonna get married. And then when the the rug got pulled from underneath my feet, there's, um, I, I detail the story anyway, I can't remember the video, it's like, um, What's it called? Oh, this is how a man becomes cold-hearted. That's the video. I tell a story in there, but like long story short, too long, didn't watch. Um, having your heart broken is a rite of passage. It's the best thing that can happen to a man early. Even though it sucks at the time, you get this. I don't want to be one of those guys who's like, oh, you know, like use revenge as rocket fuel. Like she's going to regret losing you. Like fuck that girl. It's like, no, like it, it sucks, right? It sucks. And I, like using that as a catalyst can be fine. But like, again, it's just like this deep insecurity that a lot of these red pill guys have. It's like, you know, always wanting to like, you know, get one up on someone. It's like, no, you know, the relationship ended, that sucks, but I'm going to appreciate what we had and I'm going to use it as a springboard to become better. Like, none of this like animosity towards fucking women who at one point you were saying, I love you to. So yeah, that was like, that was a major catalyst for me was having that heartbreak early on in life. It does make you more cold, but in a good way. You know what I mean? I think... It's not like be, becoming more cold hearted. I view it as a necessity, especially in the modern world. But it's, it's just, I think it's just, I think it's just becoming more rational. You know what I mean? Like, I was very, like, to use the terminology, I was very blue pilled when I was with her. I was like, oh, like, you know, fairy tale, Disneyfication, the one. But, you know, by having that relationship, having it turn to dust, being absolutely distraught, like, just really being in a bad mental place it was the best thing that could ever have happened to me. And yeah, I think if you're a young guy, you know, get into a, a long-term relationship with a girl that you actually like. Even if you know in your mind, listen, this is just gonna be like a one-year thing. I truly believe that's gonna have a better payoff than just having empty experiences with empty people. And I think most people are scared to commit to just one woman because they're scared of getting hurt. You know, all these like empty, shallow relationships. Like, yeah, have multiple wives, multiple women, like multiple girlfriends. Like, for me, it's just because you're scared. It's because you're, it's easier, it's easier to have empty relationships than it is to go all in with one person. Because if you go all in and it doesn't work out or you have heartbreak, you know, that, that takes a lot to get over. You know, it really does. But I believe it, 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 ste it gives you the steeliness as a man. I, I believe that heartbreak is a rite of passage. The earlier you can get your heart broken, the better. Because imagine being that like 37 year old guy who's never had a committed long-term relationship. He's done the whole like build it and they will come. Then he meets one of his dreams and he has his heart broken for the first time at 37. After he's got the fucking six figures, a penthouse in Malibu and the Lamborghini, bro, that's a, that's a dangerous position to be in. It's like, what's that line from the Drake song where it's like, um, 
the first love is the sweetest, or the first love is the sweetest, that first cut is the deepest. Something like that. It's really true. Like, I've never really felt the same. I never felt about anybody the same way that I felt about my first girlfriend. And it's just really special. It's, it's always got a special place in my heart. So, yeah, I hope, I hope she's doing well wherever she is. Um, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, if you're watching this live, boys, then drop it a like because it tells me that we're actually live and that you're appreciating the content. Um, what else can I give you? Um, done that, done that. Done that, done that. Um, but, but, but I think pretty much everything, to be honest. Speed and patience, yeah, smash that out of the park. Um, yeah, I think the final thing that I will say is to just enjoy your life as much as possible. Um, it's like, you know, I think in the world that we live in now, it's like, I think there's a lot of pressure on young guys to have it all figured out super early. Do you know what I mean? It's like, if you're, if you're you have to be a connoisseur of content as well. Like most of the shit that you see online is just not true. You'll see like some like 17 year old kid come online who's like apparently living in Dubai, but all you can see is a gray wall behind him. You're like, yeah, you know, like I made 200K this month. It's like, I think there's so much expectation put on young men to be a certain way, to have it all figured out, to almost like to never lose, right? But like Joseph said to me a long time ago, like your life doesn't really get going until your 30s. So it's almost like like 20 to 29. Um, what's that? The yeah, First man. Shout out to first man, man. Um, he says, what does he say? He's like, uh, male life is a decathlon and like it pre-season. That's it. It's like 18 to 29 is pre-season for young men. I really like that because I think it just, it just reminds us to, to, <laughs> to hashtag enjoy the process. But you know, when I look back at the person that I was, like, honestly, bro, like, and I think this is because of the, pe the people who I'm surrounding myself with now, like, actually being a responsible leader, like, I've got my network, I've got the guys uh, who I'm coaching, like, I've got people, like, I see myself as a masculine role model who people look up to, like, I've got more responsibility, that creates greater growth, because it's, like, necessity, but, yeah, I think if you're a young guy, just, 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 just remembering to actually enjoy yourself, you know, if you want to go on like a bike ride with your friends and just like get into a little bit of trouble here and there, like fine, do that. If you just want to like experiment with a few, with, with, a, with a few things, like, you know, even if it's just like, do like starting a YouTube channel and just doing like daily videos, like the videos that I'm doing, just like documenting your journey, like just trying stuff. Like maybe you want to like try some painting or you want to become a writer, like just, you've got the freedom of time to do that. So yeah, I think just actually enjoying yourself, just remembering that, a day, what is it, Charlie Chaplin said, a day without laughter is a day wasted. And I think if you can get those, get if you can get these habits on point now, then you're going to set yourself up perfectly for the future. So what I'm going to do is just give like a, not, not I don't, uh, yeah, fine, conclusion, like every, like the, let me just give you like practical things that you can do after watching this. First of all, write down your Renaissance vision. So why you're actually doing this. Like this is the most important point, whether you want to comment below or send it to me in an email or DM me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Christian Magician. So at Christian Magician, like feel free if you want to, just for some accountability um, to just DM me, uh, like what your Renaissance vision is, like why are you doing all this stuff? Like why are you wanting to master the art of cold approach? Why do you actually want to get more girls? Like why do you want to become the most fuckable version of yourself? Like why, 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 why? Because what was it Nietzsche said, who... Um, uh, a man who has a strong enough why can bear any how, you know what I mean? So like when it does get tough, if you know, like if you genuinely know the reason why you're doing all this stuff, then it's going to allow you to, 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 to go through those fires and forge an identity through the fires of adversity. So yeah, first practical thing, write down why you're actually doing this stuff, like why you're consuming this particular content, why you want to level up, why specifically you want to master the art of cold approach. Like this for me, 
is the most beautiful thing about my network, the entourage. Like it is a network for high achievers who want to level up their life across the board. But like specifically, they specifically want to master the art of face-to-face communication. I think there's, there's many things that make our network special, but like just having that emphasis on, listen, this is not just a network where we talk about business or we talk about ideas or, you know, we, we share our uh, like gym selfies. It's like, we have a strict focus on going out, taking radical action, getting the other guys to hold us accountable, having weekly coaching calls every week to see where everyone's at. Like, that's, that's why I'm so proud about what we're building as the entourage. It's a specific focus on, right, this is the skill that we want, right? We want to learn how to get girls from daytime organic interaction. It's just so beautiful. Um, so getting really specific, like getting really, by the way, if you want to join the entourage, there is a link below, right? Just click the link below, book in a free 30 minute consultation. Like if you are a guy who's listening to this and you resonate with me, you like what I do, you want to get more girls, make more money, live a life that actually excites you, live a life which is free from bullshit. And on top of that, you want to be part of a network of like-minded guys who actually get it, like who, who you can actually talk about this stuff with. Like if you want to be associated with six, seven figure entrepreneurs, like pirates, like fucking gypsies, like just guys who are just gallivanting across the globe, just making shit happen, then link below, click it, book in a free 30 minute consultation call. You get to talk with me. Just find out if you're the right fit for the network because I'm sure you found on your journey so far, especially in this industry, there's just a lot of strange people, right? Like there is just a lot of strange people who you might be able to talk about call approach with, but like for me, it's always been about life game, not just day game, right? So like you want to you wanna have your boys around you. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, we go to Barcelona together. I'm here in, in Cyprus at the moment with Ephraim. It's like, you know, we're doing life together. We're going on weekends away, doing our cold approach, creating content. Like there's so much value, like, just so much value. So yeah, if, if you like the sort of stuff that I do, then apply to join us. Um, you get in-person coaching with me, join the network. And then you also get access to my lifestyle as well. So it's an entire year of dedicated coaching. So for an entire year, after we've done the in-person coaching, after I've introduced you to the network, you then got a VIP pass for an entire year to join me in whatever city I'm in. So whether I'm in London, Dubai, Bangkok, like you come over, you join, more coaching, more transforming, more crazy adventures. So yeah, entourage, we're gonna fucking take over the world this year. Like that's the energy that we need, right? Like, yeah, let's just dominate the world this year. Like let's just become the most fuckable version of ourselves and just like leave everyone else in the dust. Like that's it. You know, if you're not waking up every day, just wanting to penetrate the fucking world, then we need to get our priorities right. So yeah, um, get that on point. Understand why you're doing it. And if you are a young guy, invest into the right things, invest into your social skills. Don't be scared to get into a long-term relationship early on because that's going to set you up perfectly for the future. Worst case scenario, it doesn't work out. You have your heart broken. Great. Now you're a better man for it. Best case scenario, you find the ride or die. You find the woman who, that wife-worthy woman who's going to be the mother to your children and she's been with you since the start. Like that is so rare in today's climate where you meet that girl at 20 years old. She loved you for you, not for what you had, but for who you were. And she's been with you like from the absolute jump. From the start, she's been with you. Like, bro, like I've missed the boat on that, right? I, I'm, I'm not going to get that now. I'm not going to get like the ride or die at 20 years old. I had it, didn't work out. That's fine. But like, yeah, like if, if you are 18, 19, 20, all the way up to let's say 23, and you do find that wife-worthy woman, 
then bro, stick it. Like stick with her. You know what I mean? Because like she's the one, man. She's the one. She's a soulmate. She's a girl that you've had the cosmic connection with. You can have babies and amazing life together. And like she loved you for you. And like when you didn't have things. And now you can you can treat her and take her on that journey together. And you get married and you invite me to the, the wedding to be the magician. And I can sing you a song. And we can all talk about goldfish and Richard of York giving battle in vain. Um, but yeah, that's one of my best visions in terms of like just going to client weddings going to like client christenings uh like you know you could call it you could call it christy and it's like that we're gonna call it richard <laughs> well let me tell you something about richard of york um yeah that's actually a challenge for everybody everyone needs to go out this week <laughs> approach one person and say to them excuse me um i don't know if you heard about richard of york uh, uh <laughs> the yeah get battle in vain bro you know, Casanovian. But yeah, Richard of York gave Battle in Vain. Best open, works every time. I, do you know what? I need to do an infield. I'll do an infield when, I, when I'm... I'll be in London. Uh, I'll be in London in February. I'm going to be uh, filming some more cutting-edge colour pro content. Oof, great, great phrase. More cutting-edge colour pro con... Co <laughs> Got too cocky, man. <laughs> more cutting-edge colour pro content. I'm going to be filming it um, in London with Dan. So, like, yeah, I'll bring, I'll bring, I'm going to bring Richard of York in. I'm going to bring Richard of York into the conversation just to show you boys that it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you say. It's, it's, it's not even a case of, oh, it doesn't matter what you say. It's how you say it. It's who you are when you're delivering it. Yeah, it's who you are. It's the identity that you're investing into. So yeah, uh, stack social skills, do a solo skydive, why not? Um, and then just, just invest yourself into as many hobbies and pastimes as possible. Don't be scared of losing. Be more excited to win than you're scared to lose. Be more excited, yeah? Be more, ex I, I can't remember if I said that right. Be more excited to win than you, I think I might say, be more scared to lose than you're scared to lose. Be more excited to win than you're scared to lose. And understand that when you are, like when you are a young guy, you're still growing, yeah. You're still accumulating life experience. However, this is the final, the final point that I'll leave you on, um, because I know there's a lot to digest from this stream. Maybe watch it back a couple of times because fuck me, I've gone some tirades. Um, understand that just because you're older doesn't mean you're better, right? Just because you age doesn't mean you've become wiser. Like, like I was saying before, but like, you know, the, like the, the, the archetype of like Barry from the pub, like just because, just because Joseph says to me, listen, life keeps getting better the, the, the older you get. Like, as long as you do the work, like as long as you actually put in the reps, right? Don't just say, oh, I'm going to get to like, I'm going to get to 30 and then that's it. Like the, the girls are going to be coming, you know, I've got like girls left, right and center and I'm in immaculate shape just because I've hit 30. No, it's like, as long as you do the work right? Like as long as you do the work, your, your sexual market value will continue to grow, right? So just that's, that's a really important point to leave. So like what I'm saying, the time is now, right? The time is now to, to learn, like to master day game, which is the decentralized skill set of the awake 1%. The earlier you can invest in your, into your social skills, the, the earlier you can become fluent in the language of the feminine, the earlier you can actually learn about intersexual dynamics and have your heart broken, understand that going to the gym should be something that you do for you. Getting a six pack, getting like fucking like 5% body fat, it's not going to do anything apart from get, get, uh, get attention from guys in a nightclub or have people come over to it in Canary Wharf, be like, hey bro, how much do you bench? Like, it's like, so yeah, don't, don't don't follow that folly. It's like, right, get, get in shape. Get in shape because you want to have a more magnetic, masculine aura. But just, just that thing on its own, it is not going to do anything for you, right? So make sure that you actually are going all in with your social skills. Like you asked me what you should be going all in with. 
Social skills, social skills, social skills, social skills. If you know how to talk, if you know how to speak, if you know how to influence, you are set for life. How to win friends and influence people. Everyone, read that book this week. How to win friends and influence people, Dale Carnegie. That is recommended reading for anybody. Every, guys are always like, oh, look, of course, we want to be learning through the library of life. We want to be learning through taking radical action. But if there was one book that I could recommend to any guy, how to win friends and influence people, right? Like, just read that book. It'll teach you everything that you need. If you actually study that one book, that's the only book that you're ever going to need on life, on sales, on business, persuasion. Like, yeah, you can use other books. Like, they're going to be useful. But for me... <clears throat> If I, had, if I had a gun to my head and someone was like, give me one book. Uh, Richard, if y'all get battling pain, please. <laughs> um, how, to, how to win friends and influence people. Super good book. It'll basically, it just tells you, you know, the basic stuff like how to influence, like smile, use people's first name, like be optimistic, be enthusiastic about me. Like everything's in there. I'm not affiliated. I don't know Dale Carnegie. I don't get 20 pence for every sale, but that would be the book. If I was just like, if I was a wee lad and someone was like, you know, here's a book for you, bro. Oh, what is it? Oh, how to win that. That, that would be the book. So yeah, if you're a young guy, read that book. It'll set you up perfectly um, for the future. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like, a, like a cat. <laughs> There's so many cats out here in Cyprus, bro. God almost got attacked by a dog before. Me and Ephraim were walking uh, back from our coffee day. This big fucking dog almost like jumped over the wall. Like, shit, bro, shit. Um, but no, it's all cool, man. It's all cool. Um, but no, cool. Um, yes, yes, the Casanovians. Uh, how long have we been going for? Almost an hour. Crazy. That's mad, bro. I feel like we can go for like another two hours. But I know that if I'm doing these daily live streams, then people have got a lot to catch up with. So I'll leave it there for today. Don't forget, we're doing a new daily live stream every single day for the rest of the year, right? I'm turning up every day because I want to inspire you to turn up every day, right? I'm, 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 I'm just putting myself out there, um, having these esoteric expostulations, and I truly hope every single live stream changes your fucking life. And they, 365 days of these live streams, that's like 365 avalanches of life-changing value. So yeah, like this video, tell them that you enjoy the streams, like it, like it, like it. Um, and if you want to leave your renaissance vision in the comments, just get crystal clear on what it is that you actually want. If you want to uh, DM me on Instagram, it's at Christian Magician. If you want to send it, if you want to hit, hit me up on Gmail, it's ukdagum at gmail.com. But yeah, just, just get your vision on point. Um, and yeah, if you want to connect with me on a personal level, if you want to join the rest of my radically ambitious renaissance warriors, then you can do so by connecting with us all in the entourage. Link below, click it, book in a call. We'll see if the right fit. Travel the world with me. Um, get coached by me personally. I don't, final thing I'll say is like the entourage is not just for guys who can't approach. The entourage is for guys, like you might have been in the game for five years, but you're just lacking network. You're lacking community, right? It's not, it's the, the entourage, my, my coaching is not just for guys who can't approach. It's right, maybe you've been in the game for five years, but you lack a network, but you lack a community. You lack a network of like-minded guys who you can actually do life with, who you can go out with, who you can uh, book uh, like trips away with. Like, the entourage is the greatest uh, cold approach specific community in the fucking world, right? So yeah, uh, if you want to join us, link below, click it, book in the call, happy days. Um, I think that's everything, boys. I think that's everything. God, my voice is going to go soon, man. But no, this has been good. Uh, what am I going to do now? Um, I think I'm going to have a massive shit, mate. No, not really. I've already done that. Um, right, cool. Love you all. Um, I'll speak with you again tomorrow. Um, just... To glory we go, live legendary, stay sexy. Ta-ra.